Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Catch Up with ChiroTouch. I'm your host, Dr. Brian Blask, and with me today is my guest, Dr. Mark Studen, who runs the number one chiropractic referral program in the United States and is here to discuss how to get more referrals. The claim of being number one is a pretty lofty one to make, but Dr. Mark has the numbers to back it up. Four decades of chiropractic experience, conferring with more than 300,000 lawyers and thousands of medical specialists, primary care providers, and emergency room departments in 49 states, which has yielded 1.5 million referrals into chiropractic practices nationally. Those are amazing numbers. Okay, so we've got a pretty amazing guest for you guys here today. He claims to have the winning formula to help you win referrals year after year. After hearing this podcast, I think you will agree. Dr. Mark, thanks for being here, sir. How's it going? Good morning, Brian. So with all those things, just remember, according to my wife, I take the garbage out on the wrong day frequently. So there is always that great equalizer, right? (laughs) Our partners are there to keep us grounded. Well, actually, you know, I, I tell everyone my wife's biggest asset is she has that big mirror to put in front of my face so I get, so I get to see reality, which is really <laughs> cool. But, you know, you, we're talking about personal injury and, um, and, and personal injury I love. I mean, it's just I'm enamored with it. I came from a family volume practice and then I just fell in love with trauma care because it, it, it's so it, every day is different. You get to learn new technology and see different things. Uh, I was getting a, a little bit, um, I don't want to use the word bored or burnt out because that's absurd because we help so many people, but I wanted more challenges. I wanted to work with, with, with different people in the industry and different specialties and with, with smarter people than me to teach me things constantly. And trauma care enabled me to do that. And I fell in love with chiropractic all over again. And I'm in the game this is my 41st year. I mean, I fell in love with it all over again. Every day, it's just great. Now, the, th- the other thing about personal injury in, in, in the United States is it's not the same. If I practice the way I did 10 years ago, five years ago, or even one year ago, um, and I don't practice anymore, this is all I do is consult and teach uh, and teach and teach and teach and do research. But if I was practicing the way I did a year ago, I would be pretty much on my way out of personal injury because it changes. It changes constantly. And we have to remember that we are um, uh, a country of laws. Uh, Unless you're at the top end of the food chain in politics, you have to follow the laws. Okay, those people don't have to. And I don't care if you're in a blue state, a red state, a green state, a yellow state. Us commoners follow the laws. Okay. So the bottom line is, is that case law dictates what we do and how we function, especially in personal injury, because every day new rulings come down. And if you think that State Farm, Allstate, Geico, Liberty, Progressive, et cetera, have a different strategy per state or per county, they don't. They have a national strategy. And what happens in New Jersey, and by the way, there are four bellwether states, meaning you have to pay careful attention to those states. It's New Jersey. Georgia, Texas, and New York right now. Um, And those four juggle. And you have to pay careful attention to what's happening in those states, especially with personal injury and other things, because those are the bellwether states where the carrier is really poor. And if you think about it, 
those are four highly populated areas. Um, and if you follow that, you'll find out what goes on around the country. And my job, and the reason, and you mentioned up front that I've, I've, um, I'm in 49 states that I consult doctors for, chiropractors, medical doctors. I work with hospitals, large medical groups, but I've lectured, as you've said, to 300, over 350,000 lawyers in 39 states, including inside the insurance industry. And when I start seeing things pop up around the country, all of a sudden it becomes a trend. And if I'll see two or three or four states start showing the same thing, it's a trend. When I see something happening in New Jersey, that's a trend. If I see it in Georgia, it's a trend. Because then it's going to trickle down to New York and Texas. It's just a matter of time. And then it hits the rest of the country. So we've got to stay ahead of the curve. And that's important. So what do you want to talk about today, Brian? <laughs> Listen, I could tell you my favorite restaurant. I'm from New York and Long Island. And I brought a group of doctors into the Hamptons last weekend. And we went to my favorite water cafe, which we usually go in the summer. We pull up by boat. We walk in. You're in your bathing suits. It's, it's where all the, the, the paparazzi hang out, the beautiful people a lot in the summer. It's called Rumba. So we went to the – I had a doctor, a bunch of group of doctors come in, and we had the best Caribbean ribs I've ever had in my life. So if you want to come to the other side and you want to come to Rumba, I, everyone says they've never had ribs like this in their life. Not that that's important, but you could have at least one if you could get it away from me. <laughs> so just that I'd share that little thought. But nonetheless, what do you want to talk about today? Well, I mean, we've, we've covered a lot already. With I like what you're talking about when it comes to staying ahead of the curve, right? Knowing what's going to happen and not – it's almost like being proactive and not reactive, right? Correct. So, I mean, I think we start kind of at the top to kind of get the listeners to understand – kind of the lawyer's mindset here for personal injury, because what we're focusing on here is chiropractic, obviously at ChiroTouch, you know, most of our listeners are chiropractors and they build these PI practices and it's through with the help of, of lawyers as well. Um, so you've done a tremendous amount of work with lawyers. So tell me what's important to the lawyers, what's important to them. All right, before we do that, let's just take the 30,000 foot view for a second. I used to think that lawyers were the key to personal injury. And they're a huge piece of the puzzle. Um, but the issue is, is that I'm looking to expand. And, and you said up front that we've gotten a, a million and a half additional referrals into the chiropractic profession, which is accurate. Okay. It's not inflammatory. I think the number is much higher, but that's a, and a give or take a couple of thousand. That's where we are. Um, and I used to think lawyers were everything, but my goal right now, is to turn you, Brian, and every chiropractor in the country into a primary spine care provider. Now, what does primary spine care mean? It means you're the first referral option, not just for lawyers, uh, first referral option for spine, not just for lawyers, but medical primaries, medical specialists, urgent cares, and emergency rooms. And once you become the first referral option, it's game over. And, you know, I talk about my wife and, 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 and how... She helped, um, we, we, we joked about our wives up front, but um, how she helped me crystallize and focus on this concept of primary spine care and first referral option. So here's, and, and, and you've got to get your referral sources to run after you, whether it's a lawyer, an MD, an urgent care, a hospital, they have to run after you. Advertising and marketing, sorry to say, doesn't really work. 
Because if it did, everyone who ran a big ad or marketed with flyers would get a lot of cases, and they don't. And I'm possibly the biggest loser in our industry of wasting money and doing that. But my wife was diagnosed um, with cancer, um, and she's doing great, in 2008. And then 2009 again in 2011. And she needed surgery. But back to the first one in 2008, I had to find the right cancer surgeon. And I mean, I live in New York. So I went from Boston to New York to Philly to Washington. And I figured if you can't find the right cancer doctor in that corridor, you're in trouble. I finally found the right one in New York City in Columbia Presbyterian Hospital. And I called to get an appointment. And I said, I'd like an appointment for my wife. She's got cancer. She needs surgery, probably. And the, and the secretary said, well, I'm setting you up for six months from now. I said, are you insane? She'll be dead by then. No. He, she said, listen, he's only got two hands, but he's, got, he, he's world renowned. He's got people flying in from Europe and Asia and South America. I mean, there's just not enough time. Six months. So that I, I never take no for an answer. So um, I had to play politics. Senators, congressmen, assemblymen, um, other department chairmen. It took me two weeks to get an appointment. And then we had to go to Harvard because she had to get some blood issues done. Then we had to go to UCLA and the other coast to get other issues. We really had to coordinate this. And going through that process for five years, and she's great today, by the way, um, I said to myself, why don't people run after chiropractors the way, we, the way I ran after that cancer surgeon? I don't understand. And it's not the fact that we're not life and death. People we care for, their lives are upside down. I mean, I mean, they need us. So, and it took me a, a, a little bit to figure it out. And it has nothing to do with I mean, what makes me so special, Mark Student. I saw in my busiest, busiest time as a family practitioner, I saw 650 visits a week, which I don't recommend anyone do. It's too much on your body. What made me special? Well, I was president of my state organization. Does that mean I'm a better doctor? Heck no. It just means that I could BS better and get people to vote for me. I saw a lot of people. That doesn't mean I'm a better doctor. It just means I saw a lot of people. So this cancer doctor had credentials, had research, had went to, you know, he, all of these things were about clinical excellence. So when you're dealing and, and working with all of these referral sources, it all starts with clinical excellence, your credentials, and are you the best of the best? And when you deal with lawyers, there's something, there, there's two parts to dealing with lawyers. One is, is you have to remember the big three, causality, bodily injury, and persistent functional loss. Is it causally related? What got smushed? And what can't you do that has persisted? Those are the big three. And you have to, and you, you, you talked about lawyers up front. That's what they need to bring a case. Yeah, there's pain and suffering. And then you look at the Colossus algorithms, which a lot of people understand. And by the way, the Colossus has been the get rich quick scheme of the last 10 years in our industry. It's not going to get you what you want. Is it important? Yes. It, but it is a teeny tiny piece of the puzzle. And we teach our consulting clients that. So when you look at what the attorneys need, they need documentation on causality, bodily injury, and it should be demonstrable, and persistent functional loss, but there's another half of that. The other half is a legal term called voir dire. Now, in California, uh, Brian Wajerin, it's voir dire is an expert hearing. 
Is the doctor expert and will they be accepted to opine in a court? The same standard in New York is called the Fry standard, F-R-Y-E, means the same thing. And in Georgia, they call it a Daubert standard, D-A-U-B-E-R-T. It's a federal standard. All of those things are about admissibility. So if a lawyer is going to work with you, one of the first things they do is they're going to, they should be looking at your credentials. Now, a lot of people say, well, it's more about documentation. It's equally about documentation because lawyers won't start with you unless they can finish with you, meaning on the witness stand, which is abundantly unfair because, Brian, you've been around long enough and I've been around long enough to know that you're hardly ever going to get to the witness stand if ever, but that's how they're trained. And when they do that, they want to see what your credentials are. Will you, will you be able to get your work admitted into testimony? And that's how they judge you. And it's so critical, which is why your CV, your curriculum vitae is important. So you need to have a CV, not a resume. And by the way, if you go to the uschiropracticdirectory.com, um, there's a CV builder on there, which is the only one of its like on the planet, which shows you how to build an admissible CV, because unfortunately, most chiropractors have resumes. You know, you're going over a job with Walmart, which is nothing wrong with that, but you use a resume. When you're a doctor, you have a CV. So the question is, what do lawyers want? Well, lawyers want to ensure that you've got pristine documentation. Lawyers want to ensure that they could use you on the witness stand even though they know you're not going to get there. It's not so much clinical excellence, my ability to adjust to my clinical knowledge. That's important, but it's your formal credentials through academia. Formal, you have to be careful when you take continuing education courses. You know, I got nothing against kinesio taping and technique, but in the, in the personal injury world, that stuff means nothing. It means nothing. If you have credentials in MRI spine interpretation and in spinal biomechanical engineering, in triaging the injured, do you have these credentials? You know, acupuncture is fine, but what does that have to do with determining causality and being able to opine on those things? Nothing. And that's what attorneys are looking for. How can they use you in a court of law? So it's not the fact that you're an incredible healer and you could grow hair in a cue ball you know, with your adjustment. And listen, I love chiropractic. I mean, I, I mean, I, I've watched miracles, but it means nothing to an attorney. Zero zip, not a zilch. So you've got to show them that you are the reason they can win their cases. The second half of that is documentation. Now, I happen to think that all EHR systems suck. They do. And everyone will agree with me. Well, Cairo Touch sucks the least in our industry. OK, look, no one's perfect. And, and everyone who's listening who's a ChiroTouch user will tell you that they struggle and it's hard and they're frustrated. And they have complaints. But I have to tell you, go to any other system in our industry. You will complain a lot more. The bottom line is, is that you have a program that protects you from you. Because most Cairo and I do compliance reviews all day long. Most chiropractors try to take every shortcut in the world. The program protects you from you by forcing you to fill in certain areas unless you totally erase them. And you've got to be really careful not to take those shortcuts. And of all the compliance review I've done and thousands of them, I can tell you that when I see a ChiroTouch 
um, a database report, I have a smile from ear to ear because I know if you make a mistake, you're not going to have a fraud issue. You just might hurt your reputation because you filled something in wrong. That's the beauty of the program. And, 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 you know, take it or leave it. Don't try to change it too much because you will definitely hurt yourself. I've worked with so many of them and it's an issue. And lawyers actually love it as well. But also don't conflate an E&M report, which is evaluation and management, 99202, et cetera, with a narrative report, two separate pieces, two separate issues together. So um, use what you have. You have that you actually have. And again, I know you have a lot of complaints. There's a lot of problems. There's too many buttons, this. But you've got the Ferrari in our industry. Don't drive it like a Volkswagen. And I mean that sincerely. What is the idea in your head of how do we get lawyers to bypass MDs, right, and go to you directly as the DC, as that primary care specialist? So the issue is, is you're a primary spine care specialist. Uh, not, not, I don't want to make you into a primary medical provider. Correct. You're a primary spine care provider. And in order to get them to bypass MDs, it does come back a little bit to the Colossus algorithm. Now, I have a relationship with the uh, former superintendent of State Farm who wrote their algorithm. And the point is, is that medical specialists typically spend, um, an orthoped- a neurosurgeon, for instance. Now, my malpractice is $2,500, which is the most in the industry. It goes from $1,200 to $2,500. I'm in a very litigious area in Long Island, New York. Um, if you're in a different place, it's, it's less. The neurosurgeons here, their malpractice is 363000 If they have two cases against them in malpractice, even if found innocent, it's 600000 So whose time is more important, mine or theirs? Their time is more important. They will spend 14 minutes on average with a patient, which includes looking at the image, doing the evaluation, talking to the patient, and dictating the report. They can't afford not to live in the operating room. And all they're doing is focused on one thing. Is it a surgical lesion or not a surgical lesion? And in, the, in, in, in what needs to be done with the carriers and documentation, according to the state form, former state, state form superintendent, there's 1,100 value drivers. And by the way, in our consulting side of the Academy of Chiropractic, we teach our doctors how to do this. But again, it's a small, teeny, tiny piece of the puzzle. So it's about getting complete information into your report. Um, All the different aspects, all the different body parts are hurt, not just a disc, whether it needs surgery surgery or not, or shoulder needs surgery, what functional losses are there, Um, all the different body parts, diagnoses, everything. And it takes some time. The average chiropractor takes about an hour with a new patient, including documentation, sometimes an hour and 15. You can't get all that information in in 14 minutes. Just can't do it. And a surgeon can't afford to spend that hour. So when we deal with the attorneys, we share with them. Listen, I understand. I work with a whole team of medical providers. I have neuroradiologists, not general radiologists. I have neurosurgeons, neurologists, pain management, uh, vascular neurologists. You name it, I've got them. I've got a team of MDs I work with, who, by the way, all refer to me. And if they're not referring to you, you're doing something wrong. Topic for another conversation. However, what I share with the lawyers is you're going to get the same MD, just not first, if the person has a real 
issue, if there's a real problem. And folks, if you aren't referring out for imaging, if a patient comes in and they've got a significant radiculopathic or myelopathic problem, which is another problem because unfortunately most chiropractors don't understand the word myelopathy, which you must understand, which is cord compression with ensuing neurological deficit distal to the level of lesion. If your patient has a, a significant radiculopathic or any myelopathic issue, they need an immediate MRI and don't touch them. Don't touch them because you don't know what's causing that, 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 that root or um, cord issue. You have no idea what's causing that. Is it a herniated disc? Is it a tumor? Is it an inflamed vein called a varix? Is it another space occupying lesion? You don't know what you're doing and you're in there delivering a high velocity thrust. So you have to triage that patient out with imaging. You might have to x-ray your patient if, if you think there's a facet issue. And, and forget all this political nonsense. X-rays are not dangerous. By the way, and, and, and just to segue out for a half a second, because everyone needs to understand this, in order, according to the evidence in the literature, which is overwhelming, the scientific information says that if you have 100 milliserves of radiation, which is a radiological dose, 100 milliserves in one session, there is less than one in 100,000 chance of incident of a negative effective x-ray. A lumbar x-ray is 1.8 milliserves. Cervical is half. So therefore, you would have to shoot 57 lumbar x-rays in one session to have less than one in 100,000 less incident. There are no reported issues. In all of the literature, all the way known to man, about the dangers of radiation for the diagnostic images that we choose. So don't be afraid to take x-rays. So without imaging, you're guessing, especially if there's a radiculopathic or myelopathic component. So right away with the, with the lawyer, I'm dealing in a trauma case. I would say about 90% of the time I am ordering, because in trauma cases, I see these clinical scenarios as sequela, a significant radiculopathic or myelopathic component. Then we triage accordingly. If there's no real estate or space between the space occupying lesion being a, a disc, for instance, and the cord of the root, then if I adjust them, I'm in, in, increasing intrathecal pressure. The disc is going to expand. It's going to punch on that cord or root and could create a further problem. I might consider bed rest. I might consider a neurosurgeon. I might consider pain management. I don't know. I have no idea. I might considering adjusting. But if you don't know, you're guessing. It's like putting your hands over your eyes going, I know I can help this patient get well. You don't know. If you don't know, you don't guess. Technology is out there. And I promise you the licensure boards are unforgiving if somebody gets hurt. And I deal with those questions all day long. So why would an MD, I'm sorry, why would a lawyer, Brian, the question, bypass an MD for a chiropractor? The answer is, is if I am in control as a quarterback, documenting everything that's there. But I'm working with the same neuroradiologist, neurosurgeon, neurologist, pain management. If I'm coordinating that team, they're going to work with me. And they do it all the time. If I am documenting appropriately, they'll want to work with me because they're getting extra elements that they need to settle or adjudicate their case. Because the MDs don't have the time to do that. It does go back to that, to the credentials, right? It goes back to going through that extra 
continuing education to go, like you said, go through the triage, go through those different courses so that you're, you're sharp and then you can prove it through your clinical knowledge and yeah. going back to that, that CV. And then, then it's a trickle effect then goes down into your documentation. It then goes down into your ability to triage and make clinical decisions like that, just like you need to right away. And that just creates, that allows you to then create that team. That's a hundred percent correct. You know, it's funny. Um, it all start. And by the way, we, we run an online university at teachdoctors.com where all of our courses, all of them are co-credentialed through chiropractic academia and medical academia through Cleveland University College of Chiropractic and the State University of New York at Buffalo School of Medicine and Biomedical Sciences. So when you take a course with us through for MRI, for instance, you're going to get credentialed on the chiropractic medical side. And think about the perception of that and how critical that is. We had a, a doctor in, um, in Cedar Park, Texas, eight years in practice, walked into an ortho's office. The ortho gave him five minutes to kiss his ring. I mean, that was his mindset because the ortho wanted his referrals. Gave him five minutes. They actually spent 45 minutes and all they did was talk about MRI slice acquisition sequencing. The, the staff was beating the door down, doc, you babe, you're behind. And, 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 the, and the ortho said to the chiro, he says, I love chiropractic. You're the first smart chiropractor I work with, I've ever spoken to. That year, he got over 150 referrals from one MD. And the lawyers are just flocking because now they have that relationship. So you use your clinical excellence, and it starts with credentials. But you've got to have all your pieces in place. And again, when I onboard a doctor on our consulting side, which could be found at teachchiros.com, Dot com, which is our consulting side, I onboard them with a compliance review and I look at every word and every document. And, and, and every, you have to be compliant first. So if, if you're working with, and by the way, within ChiroTouch, there is a program called Bullet Touch PI, which is not just for personal injury. It's part of your uh, subscription with them. You get it. It doesn't cost you anything. I urge you to look at that. I help them write that. Um, again, they didn't hire me. They don't pay me. I don't pay them. I'm with Cairo Touch at that level because I look for the best in the industry. So you could have all the credentials in the world. You could have all the knowledge in the world. And if your documentation is upside down, you're going to end up nowhere and perhaps with an investigation or a lawsuit. Conversely, you could have the best documentation in the world with no credentials or knowledge base, and you'll end, and that's reputation, by the way, you'll end up with a poor one and not have referrals. So you have to have all of your tools together to make it work. And when I work with people, I tell them, we don't offer get rich quick programs because they don't work if it's too good to be, you can't live in a soundbite world. And as Kairos and been in this industry for, you know, for four decades, you know, it's the old Cairo one-step, two-step. You profess to know 100%, but you really only know 10%. That'll bury you in a heartbeat because the people you're working with are really smart. Lawyers, MDs, they're really smart. And the old Cairo one-step, two-step has to go out the window. There are credentialing programs. We've created the only, so far, the only fellowship in the chiropractic industry where a medical school and chiropractic college in joint providership certify as a chiropractor, as a fellow in primary spine care. You can become a fellow certified by medical school. We've created that. It's there. We have qualification programs in trauma 
in, in primary spine care and MRI that's recognized through Cleveland University with courses through the medical academia as well. So we've got a lot of ways to help bring you up the ladder should you need. So Brian, I think my time is almost up unless there's anything else you want me to talk about. Well, just mention where people can find out more about what it is that you guys do uh, for Academy of Chiropractic, for Teach Chiros. Can you mention that one more time so people know where to go? Three places. You want academics? Go to teachdoctors.com. That's easy. You want to learn about our consulting side and how we teach you how to do all this stuff? It's teachchiros.com, C-H-I-R-O-S. And if you want an oversight of everything we do and look at people's clinical excellence awards, et cetera, just go to the Academy of Chiropractic.com. Or call me. Let me put my phone number out there. 631-786-4253. That's 631-786-4253. I'd love to chat with you. Doc, thank you so much. And, and thanks again for talking about the Bullet Touch PI macros because that is a big part of ChiroTouch for the documentation. What you've been able to build, build with us is utilizing that that comes with ChiroTouch. The documentation comes with the system. So I appreciate you, you, you talking about that because it is a big part of like we mentioned, the documentation is there to protect you. So thanks again, Doc, uh, for sharing your knowledge on this topic. I hope this conversation has inspired some of our providers out there to put their renewed emphasis on clinical excellence and start the work of transforming their practice with referrals. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in to Catch Up with ChiroTouch. You can find more Catch Up with ChiroTouch episodes on Spotify, iTunes, ChiroTouch.com slash podcast. And again, I'm your host, Dr. Brian Blask, and I wish everyone listening a well-adjusted day.